0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey,
1: guess what day it is? It's Hope
0: day and hump not only day. that but the last hump day of the month which of course means we're going to be joined by dr gantz today
1: yeah how does that make you feel talking about stress
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to it as you well know i always leave that one hour of radio feeling much better than i did going in
1: well and i also learned way too much about you on the break so
0: there eh, you go. what are you gonna do hey i have no secrets i'm an open book <laughs> <laughs> i still have a few that i haven't let you know yeah i don't want to know thanks uh yeah. and that's why you don't know early yep. uh for us mm-hmm. today as well Hockey tonight. Hockey tonight. We're playing somebody in Saskatoon. Yes, that's right. We are playing in yeah, Saskatoon tonight. I don't tonight. even know who we're playing. It's exhibition. We're playing in Saskatoon. I'm sure it's going to be a great game. Anybody?
1: Carolina. Carolina. I was going to say there Carolina. You go. Didn't we just play Carolina the other night?
0: Well, sort of. They were in our building. Yeah. Not sure that you could characterize that as playing them.
1: Oh, uh, are them in Saskatoon?
0: Them. Ah, they do that nowadays, you know, they do it in football and in hockey, they sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's a market that doesn't get to see NHL games, it's exhibition anyway, so why not? Weren't they just in China? Yeah, Carolina actually, was it Carolina? No, it was another team had sent uh, a lot of their players over to China. I want to say Vancouver. I think it was Vancouver, yeah. the Canucks.
1: Yeah, the, and the NFL is playing in uh, London, England last right. weekend. This weekend, my Saints are playing in England this yeah, weekend.
0: Yeah, that's weird, eh? I mean, it's a good thing, though, because it's it spreads. spreads the word, Absolutely. develops the market, right?
1: I uh, hope you're having a great day. It's gorgeous out there, a beautiful fall day, and already we're like moments into the show, and Bill's on the phone, wants to uh, talk. Hey, Bill, what's on your mind?
2: Hey, how you doing today? Good. good. Friend. Listen, I was listening, I think it was Friday when you guys were talking about... Uh, Going on your site and going under the contest for that cruise ship, and I think not, not a cruise talking, ship, but a no, uh, Mexican, cruise, yeah. Mexican, yeah.
0: Mexican all inclusive. Yep.
2: And uh, and uh, Andrew was talking about how easy it is to get onto all the sites, eh? And so me, I'm being computer illiterate. I thought, you know what? I'd give it a try. Hmm. So I went on there and I put my name on your. I say actually that word it was the it was the, the word was cruise for Friday I think something. So then I thought, well, I'm going to try a couple more of these. And I put it down with my grandson for the uh, Harlem Globetrotters. And like they called me back about three hours later and said, hey, what? Oh,
0: awesome. I know, yeah, and you know that's totally. what we were saying. Like, there's uh-huh. so many prizes available on that site. It's
2: unbelievable, yeah.
0: I, I know, and uh, I, you know, I know we're getting a lot everyone of entries thinks, for it. Everyone
1: thinks they just have to do it through listening to us. Right, there's all sorts right. Of different ways. Yeah. We yeah. want you to listen to us too.
0: Of course, yeah. But it yeah. is—it's sort of like this hidden secret, like this gem that you know. Yeah. Cause, and I found it the same way. To be honest with you, Bill, I—I I wanted to see how hard it was to get to the contest page because a couple of people said they struggled. Right. Yeah. So I go to the no, contest no. page, find it, but then I'm like,
2: Hey, look at all these. These other tickets? Yeah, I know. I'm computer illiterate myself, so I, I, I thought I'd give it a try. So yeah, he won like four tickets to this thing, and he gets to the meet and greet for the uh, Globe Trotter. No way. And uh, he gets to sit on the bench with them. Uh, well, actually, I think I think he's sitting on the op- opposition team. They let him sit on the bench. Him and a buddy. That's um, fabulous. How old for is he? the whole he? game? He's eight.
0: Oh, he's going oh, to love that.
2: Awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I used to love them when we watched them in Detroit when we were kids all the time. Exactly. I used to Disney.
0: watch them yeah. on the world, uh, Wide World of Sports. I'd always wait oh. for the intro, and, and if the Harlem yeah. Globetrotters were part of the show, yeah, i stayed. Sure. But then Hunter, I got him tickets to Harlem Globetrotters
2: a few years back. He would have been like 12 or 13. He loved it. Oh yeah, these boys. Yeah, I've already shown them a few things on the, uh, on the <laughs> yeah. YouTube or something. So, yeah, yeah. I anyway, thought you were going to say you thing. showed
0: them a few things in the court there. I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, it's going to call BS <laughs> on that, but
2: <laughs> I well, now I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to miss that. Miss that uh, the cruise thing though, because they never called my name. So well, not yet. but oh, no. No. Would, the contest really runs for
0: another few weeks.
2: I was really looking forward to seeing Andrew in the Speedo, so, but... but oh, I'll Bill, tell you Bill. what,
0: there's no going back after that.
1: Here's the thing, Bill. You still yeah. keep putting... We still say the word every day around the 420 oh, mark. Keep yeah. the yeah. word. We, we haven't drawn that prize yet.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm happy enough just for the for the grandson. Yeah, oh, okay. for sure. Yeah, well, listen, if you
0: do it. win the trip and you do see me in a Speedo, hands to yourself, Bill. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah, going to say. Just
2: exactly. keep your hands to yourself. Don't worry. I'll have uh-huh. really thick, thick, dark, dark sunglasses. So do uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah you Just okay. come hang, hang out with Thanks me and Coach eh? on the
1: beach. Don't right. go to the pool yeah. there, okay. Bill. Thanks. Thanks.
0: I definitely do glow when I'm on those trips, I'll tell you that.
1: In in a number of different ways, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, but thankfully, no, I, no speedo. Sun and alcohol, those two things. That's
1: what exactly what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I guess I'll have to go through that whole thing again, hey, where... Carol recommends I get a little base tan, which I don't do, and then you both recommend that I put some sunscreen on, which I don't do, and then um, then day two, when I come over to your place and go, do you have any creams
1: Look, at I'm so burnt, and
0: it hurts, and I couldn't sleep last night. It was so sore. I know. I have nobody but myself to blame. It happens every time. the next thing time. you
1: know, I find myself putting cocoa butter on your
0: head. You didn't. You gave me the cocoa butter, though. <laughs> That's not... Let's not be ridiculous about it. <laughs> I'm trying to find, because we're talking about traveling, basically. I'm trying to find, got, we've got a couple of travel stories today which are kind of interesting. This one I don't know what to do with, Jaylen and I. What, what do you got Oh, there? just
1: a couple of texts coming in. Hey, guys, I called in a few months ago and won Coldplay tickets. Went to last night's show. Wow, what a show. Thanks again. That's from Adam. Oh, good for you, I always Adam. love hearing from the folks who've gone to the show. So. Yeah, me too. Keep them coming. Okay, what show? Where, what, what well,
0: uh, Kirby uh, brought it to our attention here just before uh, the show. This passenger I'm, forcibly I'm just removed. Getting,
1: I'm j- I'll be honest with you. I'm getting sick and bored of these stories. Yeah, it's funny that they keep happening. Although well, this one's that it keeps happening. Well, funny,
0: it's, strange, not it's, funny, amusing. Well,
1: no, it's not funny. The thing is, is that I'm sure they've been happening all the time. The yeah. fact is, is that everyone has a phone, everyone's recording it yeah. now, and it's it's going public.
0: Well, and now everybody knows the outcome of the first really egregious yeah. one, right, with the with the doctor. doctor. So you know, we're all recording it. But this one sort of a, got a bit of a twist to it because I'm not sure that I I can lay blame here on anyone but the passenger, uh-huh. to be honest with you. So the it's a Southwest. Um, Airlines. Uh, It was a flight from Baltimore to Los Angeles. It happened uh, yesterday. So this woman gets on the plane and she discovers that somebody's got one of these, uh, what do you call them? Service dogs. Service dogs on the flight. And so she tells the flight attendant that she's uh, quite allergic to uh, fur, to the dog, and that it could be Mm life-threatening. So... They ask her to produce a medical certificate to that effect, and you would think if it's life-threatening that she would have something like that.
1: Because you're supposed to have you're this supposed medical to have certificate. It.
0: Right, and the reason they wanted the medical certificate is not that they're necessarily doubting her word that she's allergic, but the reason they need it is because it outlines the severity of the allergy and what... You're supposed to do so. If there's a, a you know a, an injection to be given to her in the event that she loses consciousness, if there's you know if it says it just absolutely cannot be within a number of feet of the dog, or there's some other precaution, that's what that's what the certificate's mm-hmm. for. So she can't produce one, says she doesn't have one, but maintains that she's allergic to the dog. So I guess what she's going for here is she's hoping they'll remove the dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not the way Southwest did it because they're looking at it like, well, the dogs quite legal, and he's got all the right paperwork. Um, She's the one making the claim that her life is in jeopardy, and their rule is... That if a passenger's health condition, whatever it might be, places their life in jeopardy, that they have to act on Mm. it, that they can't assume that responsibility, so they ask her to leave. She refuses. She loses it. Right. So now she's refusing to go. She's causing a scene. The airline can't back away from the gate because they got to get her off. They tell her, and there's a video, of course, but they tell her a number of times that if you don't voluntarily leave the aircraft, we're going to have you removed Mm. from the aircraft. Mm -hmm. So at that point, the captain radios uh, the tower, and and they get hold of security, the airport police, who are told they've got uh, an unruly passenger Mm -hmm. on their hands. So they board the aircraft, as they have done in the past, and they ask her to leave. She refuses, so they drag her off the aircraft. Now, she keeps going limp. It's a weird uh, video to watch because she keeps saying, I'll walk off, and the police keep saying, then do it. But as soon as they release her, she sort of flops over again. So they have to, they grab her again to drag her off, at which point. Stop she, touching me. Stop touching me. I can walk off on my own. And you can see the frustration of the officer who keeps saying, then do it. Mm-hmm. Then do it. And no matter what, she's being taken off that plane. So the, in the end, she was removed from the plane. She was charged uh, with disorderly conduct, okay. failure to obey a reasonable and lawful order, uh, disturbing the peace, obstructing and hindering a police officer, resisting arrest. So. Like I say, what do you think? I don't know. I, 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 you know, you hate to blame the victim in these things, but I feel like the victim in this case is the airline, and I don't blame them. A passenger says, "If I continue on this flight, it could threaten my life." Uh, so,
1: yeah, um, you know, d- did she know that she needs this this piece of paper? I would suspect if this she has a if she has an allergy that could be deadly, that she would be aware of. What, what precautions need to be taken at, at different locations. Right. Um, the thought that, you know, somebody else has to be removed because of her allergy um, is
0: is uh, a little over the top. So if it wasn't a dog, if it was a peanut allergy instead, and somebody, I'm just curious, and maybe this doesn't even fit this, but I'm, now I'm just sort of curious. Mm-hmm. So if if I'm on an airline, I brought my own peanuts on board, and I'm eating them, and then a passenger says they're allergic to peanuts, who, and I say... Well, I can, you know, see, but I would just say, okay, I won't eat the peanuts.
1: Yeah, or you'd move far away yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it is the person who has the allergy has to take every single precaution possible, whether it's, you know, making sure that they have the proper paperwork or if they have their their EpiPen, whatever yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I would say that her expecting that the service dog and that passenger be removed is is um over the top.
0: Yeah. It's just funny. It's just funny how people feel like they're situation is everybody's problem. And and I, I'm i sorry that she has an allergy to pets, but that's something that, as you say, has to have been in the back of her mind. I'm going to travel. What if, right? And,
1: and, and, and here's the thing. What, happened, what When she goes to a restaurant and there's a service dog in a restaurant, right. what happens there? What if you're in all of those places?
0: I know. And once the airline asks you and that's the other thing, too. Like in the case of the doctor, which started all this, and like you say, it's probably happened a gazillion times before, but that was the one that had video and it was pretty mm-hmm. aggressive. I can understand the doctor saying, no, somebody explain to me why I'm the one, because he didn't do anything. He's mm-hmm. just sitting there, and by random draw, he has to get off. he's got to get yeah. off. And I would probably do as he had done and said, no, I need somebody. I want the captain to come back here and explain to me why I'm being taken off. But it's pretty evident why she's being taken off.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm curious to know what you think, Chadville. At 630, 630, you can give us a shout at 4960063. Would love to hear from people who actually deal yeah. with, with allergies. You know, and I've talked about this. My nephew is uh, is is um, incredibly allergic to, um, what are they called, cashews. So guess what? We don't have cashews anywhere. We don't do any kind of nuts around the house, anything like that. You learn, you make sure you ask all of those things. Let us know. We'll continue the conversation after this. Okay, a Southwest Airlines passenger gets uh, hauled off the plane after not being able to produce the proper um, uh, paperwork from her doctor about this allergy that she has. She says she's allergic to dogs. There's a service dog on the plane. By the sounds of it, she wants the service dog and that passenger to be removed, not her. Sounds like. Uh, She won't go. The security people get called in. She's charged with a slew of uh, charges. Gary Daly Dell. we'll get to your call here in a moment. Some text though at 630-630. If she couldn't produce the docs to Uh, prove that she's deathly allergic I tell her to shut it or leave Dexter says 100% the lady is in the wrong like you said the dog's owner had the proper paperwork in place Kyle says she's clearly looking for attention she knew the phones would be out and that it would be made public it's sad that people act like that Another one, if someone had a deadly allergy, they will have documentation and an EpiPen. The person needs to be prepared when going in public. I feel bad for the dog and the owner. And Bruce, here's the lowdown, guys. Haven't seen the video. have had a lot of bad experiences with airlines, but I'm supporting the airline this time on this one. They took a reasonable approach, as described, but it sounds like this passenger might have had the big payday in mind,
0: like the one with the doctor. Absolutely. Over to the phone lines now, Gary wants to talk to us. Hey, Gary.
3: Oh, hey there, uh, Andrew. So here's a question I'll have for you. I've got two questions, three questions, but here's number one question. Have either one of you had to fight to breathe?
0: No, but my wife is quite uh, allergic to uh, peanuts, and I've seen the effect.
3: That's right. So anaphylactic shock. Yeah. Now, I've got asthma, and asthma is not an allergy. It's a condition. Right. So my triggers are dogs, cats, cigarette smoke, dust, pollen. Now here's what i think should happen the airline should have to canvass you when they when they accept your reservation i want to be on your plane there should be a questionnaire do you, are you allergic to cats or dogs i can't for the life of me with the exception of a service dog understand why how an airline would allow pets in a passenger compartment when i have an allergic reaction yes i've got an inhaler but i then have to get away from my trigger where do i go
0: yeah, but it's a service animal, so it's legally on the plane. He's got all the right paperwork to have the service animal there, and they don't know that she's got an allergy until she's on the flight sitting there, at which point she's demanding the service dog be removed.
3: Yeah, no, I've got no argument with the service dog in this particular case. And again, if I was sitting right by them, I would have to ask to be moved. Right. And if that's not possible, then I would have to say, I need to be on another flight. So, Right now, my understanding, West Seattle and Air Canada mm-hmm. both will or can book pets onto flights. Yeah, they yeah, do. They, can, yeah.
1: they do. Um, Gary, so if, if the dog was at the front of the aircraft and you were moved to the back, would that um, help you?
3: I'd certainly give it, uh, I'd give it a try. And the issue here is, as we all know, for that air is, is recirculated. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. once the, the allergens, which are for animals, it's the oils, it's their skin. There's no such thing as a hypoallergenic dog. People, I hear that all the time. I've heard it my whole life. It is a fallacy.
0: See, but here's the thing, though. I mean, my wife can die from her allergy, and we travel on planes all the time under those circumstances that you're describing. So she brings an EpiPen and uh, Benadryl with Mm -hmm. her, and she has it right next to her the entire flight. And and so what what you do know. you
3: do, Andrew? If she had utilized the pen, is she not supposed to go to a hospital if she's used an EpiPen?
0: Yeah, she is. But I mean, it's a you know a short term solution to an immediate problem because unlike a yeah. service dog, we don't know if somebody's got peanuts on the plane. Oh, exactly. Right. So it, it would. I mean, it's never happened. She's never. I've you know I've seen her use the EpiPen, but never on a plane. But yeah, it comes as a surprise from time to time. But she's If it, if it's life threatening, you have the stuff sitting beside you, right?
3: Well, you, you do, but again, like I said, but for when you have a, anybody that's having an asthma attack, you use your inhaler, but then you have to get away from, from your trigger. Mm-hmm. And on a plane, there's nowhere to go. That's what blows my mind. now. Which
0: is why they the told fly- her to leave, though. I mean, doesn't that make oh, yeah. sense, yeah. right? They're saying, oh, no, no. okay, listen, we don't want you to be in that position, so Absolutely. we need you to get off the plane. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, in this case, it's. I think she is looking for a payday. Maybe. Again, when they ask you nicely to leave, and my understanding is, an airline has the right to ask any yeah. passenger to leave a plane. They do. Gary, thanks for the call. Appreciate
1: uh, hearing from you. Uh, Daily Dell, Dell. I've got about one minute.
4: Yeah, I have a friend. He suffers from severe allergies too. He never travels anywhere without his EpiPen. He has a medical alert br- bracelet. He has the documentation from his doctor. If this woman really had a severe allergy, she would have had at least one of those things. I have a feeling yeah. it's more of you know the payday.
1: Does the anything. here's my question: Does the, is the EpiPen though just a short term solution until you can get to a hospital?
0: Well, you're supposed to go see a doctor after you've uh, discharged an EpiPen, but it doesn't have to be. It's not like is get in going, the ambulance and go.
1: Is that going to help you? At, let's say if you're five, three, two hours into a seven hour flight. Yeah. And that like what well, happens again, every, when it wears off?
0: Hey, listen, everybody's different, right, Uh Dell? But I mean, in my wife's case, I, just, I don't think I've ever said that out loud, like. I've never, because it's never been an issue. I don't think I've ever, and I don't think, I hope Carol doesn't care that I put it out there, but she has the Benadryl, she has the EpiPen. So if she starts to feel the symptoms, and I've seen it at a party once, she takes the Benadryl right away. If that doesn't help, she takes the EpiPen. But the thing is, I've also been trained on how to give her the EpiPen. So those are the precautions she's taken, right? Uh, you know. I, I don't know what else you, you want, well, you know?
4: the EpiPen is good for four to six hours.
0: Okay. Oh, okay, is that how long
1: it is?
4: You're okay. supposed to carry two of them, because mm-hmm. most kits have two in the kit, just in case it's 12 hours to the local medical. But, yeah, you're definitely supposed okay. to see a doctor. But as an example of irresponsible, I stopped. I don't have season tickets anymore to the Eskimos. You know why? Because one child's mother wrote a letter once demanding that peanuts be removed They removed them. I stopped buying season tickets. That was my one joy, eating beer or drinking beer, (laughs) eating peanuts, and watching a football game, and I couldn't do it anymore.
1: Dell, always great to hear from you. Thanks for giving us a shout. We need to take a break here. Christine, if you want to hold on, we'll get your phone call after the 2.30 news.
4: Hey, this is Johnny Reed for the Prairie Toyota Clearout. Save up to $5,000 on select 2017 Toyotas. Let me try that again, boys. Sorry. Right now, you can save with some of our best lease and finance rates, starting as low as 0% on select 2017 Tayoras. I'm still not happy. Can I have one more? Just give me one more. <laughs> Hurry in, because right now you could save thousands on our great lineup of 2017 Tayoras. The Tayora Clearer event. Oh no. I nailed it. I think that's the one. Go. Okay.
0: All right. So in this last half hour, we were talking about a passenger on a flight, a Southwest flight from Baltimore to Los Angeles. Happened yesterday. Uh, She boarded the flight, realized there was a service dog on the flight, notified uh, personnel, uh, the uh, flight attendants, that she was deathly allergic uh, to dogs. Um, they then asked her to produce her medical certificate or any information from her doctor, which would indicate what they're to do in the event she has some sort of attack or problem, medical emergency. She wasn't able to do that. She had no paperwork with her. So they can't both go. Mm-hmm. Uh, dog and uh, passenger with the dog are on there with the correct paperwork. She's not. They ask her to leave. She refuses. After several attempts in which they describe mm-hmm. to her what's going to happen... That we're going to call the airport police, and so they're going to board the plane and remove you. She refuses, refuses, police arrive, and they take her off the plane forcibly, yeah. charging her with a half a dozen offenses.
3: You know,
1: the EpiPen website, EpiPen.com, has all sorts of information on it. I've just been floating around on there, including when it comes to travel. And it breaks down exactly what you should be doing or what you should not be doing. Now, uh, a number of people saying, yeah, uh, Dell's claim that they last four to six hours uh, may not be uh, right. I don't know what it is. My wife
0: says it depends on the severity of the allergy. In her particular case, if she had to go to the EpiPen, she is good for the amount of time Dell said. Uh, but I'm sure it would yeah. be different for different people. And,
1: and on this, on the webpage at EpiPen as well, talking about, um, you know, what happens if a second shot needs to be administered and you have to be careful with that because mm-hmm. of what's in there, all of these things. Gary and Christine, your calls here just in a second. Uh, Jay says, my son is anaphylactic to peanuts, dairy and egg if ingested, uh, ingested, he's also highly allergic to certain animal fur. We don't travel with paperwork, but we do travel with inhalers, Benadryl and an EpiPen. If his health was at risk in the The risk was not being removed. You better believe we would be removing ourselves. This isn't rocket science. Um, When flying, get all your paperwork ducks in a row or don't expect to fly. And this one, the woman with the supposed allergy issues. She needs to go. It's her issue, not anybody else's. Christine has been holding for a while now. Hi, Christine.
2: Hello.
1: What's on your mind? I I feel as I've
2: heard uh, a few times while I was listening, the passenger or potential passenger, I believe, was in the wrong. Why is that? I, I feel that if she is indeed deathly allergic to dogs, then she should be equipped with the paperwork, firstly, any medicine she might require. And if, if that's not the case, then she should be willing to de-plane and take a further flight in which
1: there is no dog. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much what it came down to, Christine. Thanks for the phone call. Gary, hi, Gary.
2: Hey, Jay and Andrew.
3: What's going on? Uh, I agree that uh, she, been, she should have been removed, but I'm just wondering what would happen if she had the paperwork? Now, who would go?
0: That's a great question. It if, is a great question. I, I sort of, you know, tried to read uh, several different articles and takes on this to see what the significance of the paperwork was. If the paperwork suggested, I this is my sort of my summary after reading several different sources, is that if the paperwork outlined a method of uh, treating her symptoms, that the airline felt that they were capable of doing or that would keep her safe, she could have stayed on the flight. But given the fact that she just made a general claim that, look, this could kill me without any kind of paperwork or instructions, the airline chose, for her safety, not to let her travel. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a tough one because yeah. that was a sort of a a two liner. have in there? Right, and I like I say, I I I had the same question. Well, wait a second. Well, what happens if? Right, but yeah, that's the deal. They need to know the extent of her allergy so that they know if they're able to accommodate uh, her should something go wrong. And without in absence of paperwork, they don't
3: know that. I, I guess it would be whoever. Uh, booked their flights first. Well,
1: there's that, Gary, and you know what? Again, on the EpiPen uh, website, it when it talks about traveling, it says make sure that you tell your uh, your travel provider that you have this uh, allergy, and then when you get to the airport, make sure you tell them again.
0: See, Gary, tell me what you think about this because you you sort of it feels like you think the same way I do. This has been bugging me that I want to just say this. It bugs me every time somebody's problem becomes everybody's problem. Right, and, and and you know, like I say, Carol's. <laughs> Deathly allergic to peanuts. It just, she hasn't been her whole life. I don't know why. It just happened about 10 years ago. But nobody knew that until I blurted it out today because we just take care of that problem. We make sure that we have the Benadryl, we make sure we mm-hmm. have the EpiPen. If she travels uh, on her own, uh, she has it, you know next to where she knows, you know, to, to go to it quickly. If she's traveling with just my daughter, for example, to Vancouver like mm-hmm. she did, she makes sure my daughter knows, alright, you know, blue but to it, the sky, that's, orange that's to the thigh. That's the
1: point, though. If, if, it is, if it is, number one, if you have a severe allergy, you need to have all of that stuff. What you are need your to precautions? Know how to use it, and the people around you have to know how to use it as well. And when you're traveling, again, the people around you, whether it's the travel agents, whether it's the the, the people at the counter, and then you decide right. what happens from because there. here's
0: the other thing, Gary. Here's the other thing. Uh, aside from what would happen if she had the paperwork, didn't have the paperwork or whatever, whatever. When we get right down to it, the problem, the, the part that she's complaining about or the part that's supposed to get everyone shocked is that she was dragged from the flight. No, so she didn't leave. She wouldn't walk. She yeah. Every time she, the police officer would say to her, she'd say, I can walk. And the police officer would say, then walk. walk. <laughs> and she wouldn't. So now what do you do? Mm-hmm. So you know, 200 other
3: passengers Ooh, are get supposed to Oh, are
1: going to dragged off in right, right. a I'm, million I'm let dollar them paycheck. Drag me off.
3: Right. I have an easy solution. They have a, a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> <laughs> Gary great,
1: great to hear from you, Gary. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, Richard out and calling late late this afternoon. Hey Richard.
4: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, always. Well, I think uh, you know, what are medical alert bracelets for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I same thing what Andrew said, uh, regarding his wife and the penilegy, I, I don't tell everyone, but I got, had a pacemaker put in last mm-hmm. year. I have a card, so I can't walk through the, the uh, scanners at the uh, going through security. Mm-hmm. So I don't even have to show them the card. I just show them the scar. And yeah. they say, okay, do you want to do a pat-down, public or private? And I says, well, privately, if it involves anything more than a pat-down. But I said, no, I'm a good. We're this yep. me generation.
0: I I I know, hey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me, me, me. Uh, You
1: you have to take responsibility for yourself. Right, like
0: I've had cataract surgery on both Mm -hmm. my eyes. If something were to happen to me and I was unconscious and I had some kind of injury to my face or my eyes, there's cards in my wallet Mm -hmm. that say I've had cataract Mm -hmm. surgery. Yeah. And they always look. That's one of the things they do. They look in your wallet to see if you have any any kind of medical situation. You know, what they should have did was stuck
4: her really in the farthest reaches in the back and put the... uh, the uh, person with the uh, what was that? Uh, A dog. dog but dog. you know,
0: they weren't even near the, near each other. Like the whole video, I'm looking for the dog. Like, where is this dog? Uh, yeah. They were. It wasn't in the same row or the seat next to her. I couldn't even find the dog. They should have put the dog and the person in first class and put her way at the back. <laughs> it takes forever to get off the plane. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I think it's just someone going for a quick. Uh, it quick feels score. like
0: that to me too, honestly. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Richard. You Take bet. it Thanks. easy now. Again, you know, I think that's that's a, that's the thing. You, you you get things prepared. You have things taken care of. You know you. you a few years back, my dad had a really weird episode, and it's it was called a, a transient global amnesia, and he lost about a week. He was curling. He fell. They they went for lunch afterwards, and one of his buddies said, hey, Bob, are you okay? You know, you fell and, and hit your head, and he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't fall. And his buddy's like, yeah, you did. He said, no, I didn't. Wow. So they ran him to the hospital, and I'm on the phone with him, and he just... It was the same thing. It was like playing a tape recorder over and over again. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. That's why they, they tell me, yeah, this is what's happened, Dad. Well, I don't know. This sort of stuff, right? Mm. So, again, to take matters into your own hand, and we don't know if it'll ever happen again, but my dad now wears... This bracelet sure. that he had specifically made that tells his name his spouse's name his uh, it's not like a it's not a medical alert bracelet specifically, but it's one of those just in case it ever happens because he travels alone a lot but that's what you have to do you have to take care of your business
0: for sure uh, I am actually uh, allergic to penicillin, but I, and I'm supposed to have I used to have the bracelet <laughs> that said that I don't have it in my wallet so I can understand where people sort of forget but. But still, you know, uh, can I anticipate what the next problem is going to be with airlines and specifically in Canada? Mm-hmm. And this time it's not going to be the airline's fault. Uh, WestJet announcing uh, today oh, about y- Swoop.
1: Yeah. Can we just pause for sure. one second? Because there was another little part to the story and I didn't print it off okay. today. Because in Ontario... They are looking now. Someone had texted in about banning peanut butter from schools and all these different things. One of the latest ones that they were talking about banning is apples. Apples? I thought an apple a day kept the doctor Mm -hmm. away. But again, someone apparently is very allergic to apples. Okay,
0: I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't. That's... I can't. Apples? Really? Mm Oddly? Oddly? I sometimes bring apples on a flight. I slice them up, mm-hmm. put them in a baggie. Mm-hmm. They're a great snack. Apples. Apples
1: uh-huh. in a school. Don't, you know, kids have been taking apples to school for ages.
0: Wow. All right. <laughs> I can't. I just, no, that's not my problem. Let's
1: take a breather yeah. here. i be right back after this. Okay, Um, here's a text from someone who suffers from severe allergies. It says, if you're in a confined space, such as an airplane, it kind of doesn't do anything for you if you're not 20 minutes away from the hospital. She's talking about the EpiPen. Yeah. So I don't understand why it's such a big deal for stuff to be banned for the reason that someone may have a severe allergy. I've missed out on many things because of my severe allergies, and I generally take care of myself. So I don't put myself in harm's way. But if I was on an airplane, for example, I would be screwed if anything happened. Also on an airplane, it's all recycled air. Well, It gets. There's a combination combination of the air. Uh, So the pet dander will be in the entire cabin of the plane, regardless of where the person and the dog sits. Kind of seems like a little idiotic if people can't be considerate of someone else's severe allergy in a plane or another confined space like that.
0: So I did text that listener back, and I'll share it with our other listeners. I said, so what if your fear instead was that you had a severe fear of heights? Uh, but you want to fly. So should the plane just drive to the destination? I mean, if it's unsafe for you to go on an aircraft, then it's unsafe for you to go on an aircraft. That's, to me, I'm sorry. I know it sounds unsympathetic, but that's how I feel.
1: Okay, Patrick, what's on your mind? I, I, just,
4: I just wanted to call in to chat to you guys a little bit. So I guess, first and foremost, I do agree. With you. I think she's probably got the wrong motives here. I think she handled the situation really poorly. Um... That being said, however, it does bring up a bit of a question, right? So, for example, a guy like myself, my wife would be the severe allergy type situation to animals in the dander. We have two kids, so let's say I want to take my kids to a family trip of a lifetime. What am I supposed to do when we've got everything paid for and laid out? We've saved up the whole year to make our holiday happen. We get on the plane, and there's a dog sitting a few rows away.
0: So let me ask you that, because you asked me this. What if I'm a guy who's saved up the entire year to go on the vacation of a lifetime with my family, but I have a service dog? What am I supposed to do?
4: Exact, exact question. What is the answer here? Because this is a situation that a lot of people will probably find themselves in. Seems like allergies are, are kind of on the rise. Yep. I mean,
0: yeah, but in this particular dog, or, who takes who takes yeah, the, who, right, who, who takes I don't know who? That's president. right. So in or this particular case, the way the airline judged it or decided it was that the guy the girl, sorry with the service dog, had all the correct paperwork. They were aware that a service dog was coming on their flight. The woman with the allergy didn't advise them and had no paperwork and just made a fuss when she was on the plane. So somebody's got to get off right?
4: Yeah, I suppose somebody would have to get off. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it doesn't work well for either party. I don't think I have an exact answer for what. 't happen but no but no, you know, but know what me neither me of, either, of us I do right like I
0: don't have an answer for you right. and you don't have an answer for me it's it's a quandary and, but he, and
4: here's
1: something else though you know and someone just texted this in too there are there are pets on planes all the time and those planes don't get cleaned top to bottom in between every flight so true. what if you got on the flight and your wife was sitting on the on the chair where the dog was underneath from the from the flight before well, what
0: if you got on the flight and sat next to me I have four cats if that yeah. if cats are your thing I guarantee you that I've got cat fur on me. I guarantee And, and
4: to bring up good points, I actually have to deal with that on a fairly regular basis. So in my wife's example, she's constantly battling the drug situation. So mm. how much and what type of drugs am I going to use to deal with the symptoms that I now have developed? Most of the time, totally unaware of where you ran into the... Uh, mm. Right, yeah, you, yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, it's like I say, it's not an easily solvable problem. And you hit the nail on the head when you said it seems like allergies are becoming more and more prevalent. It's, you know, like I say, my wife didn't have an allergy till half a, a you know, well, 10 years ago. I don't know where that even came from.
1: Patrick, thanks for the phone call Rhonda's been holding. Rhonda, we've got about a minute left here.
2: Hi, I just want to agree that I think the, uh, the issue is the paperwork. I mean, you can go fix a lot of issues if you know in advance what's going to happen but i have a chronic cough i always travel with paperwork because i don't want to be put in quarantine somewhere for having <laughs> a cough right? I, uh... so if you have if you have the paperwork you advise the airline there are probably things they can do in ways around it but just to arrive with a life threatening allergy and not have any proof of it the airline did not have a choice in this case
0: yeah.
1: Rhonda, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. It's been an interesting conversation, and it usually it is when we talk about allergies. And, you know, some people are saying, you know, let's talk about peanuts in schools. Let's talk about peanut butter in schools. Let's talk about all of this. And, you know, for those who are living with severe allergies... It's got it's got to suck. It really does have to suck.
0: Yeah, and you know, if but I But where do
1: we find the balance? Right.
0: And if I could just read one last text uh, from a listener, mm-hmm. it's my wife who's allergic to tree nuts and she says the person with the allergy is the one that the onus is on, no one else. You have to be diligent. They put macadamias in everything these days, shampoo, lotions, makeup, etc. I have to read everything mm-hmm. because even topically I will have a reaction. The 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2
4: on 630 Ched.